Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today, we'd like to introduce you to a great fantasy audio drama called Circe. The show is similar to Lord of the Rings, except that it focuses on an awesome gay sorceress on the planet of Elbion. Thyra is recording stories of her past to help regain her magical abilities, we learn of her life and how she came to be a member of the Circe. If you're a fan of gay stories and characters, Lord of the Rings and Xena the Warrior Princess, you'll love this show. Check out Circe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Greetings, fellow Maltopians, and thanks for joining us for another episode of The Damnation Machine. We'd like to give a special shout-out to our patron, Ian Hagen, whose name appears in this episode, as well as a big thank you to all our patrons for helping make the Maltopia podcast possible. We've added a few new features exclusive to our Patreon tiers, including written mythology posts from the Malgrim, writings from the mysterious Dark Scholars and the Corpos Diabolos, and short audio posts found throughout Maltopia known as the Weird Tapes. To learn more, visit us at patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and consider joining our growing community. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, enjoy the show. Ian Hagen was one of the last Oversapiens to return to the lost city. 
adrift ever since Angren had freed them all. He called no harbor home and made no friends, for no sooner would he consider putting down roots than the clouds would gather, always. At first, they would gently meander across the horizon, a pale crowd in the distance, whispering indistinct, peaceful tales. Then the drowsy throngs would drift closer, speaking in grave tones, massing in greater numbers until the sky became like a great gray vault hanging oppressively overhead, waiting to open. And the sky would open, always to the world's misfortune. The storms would howl to him, and he could only listen, his own voice too weak to be heard. Within their alien thunder they would tell him secrets, old truths that blotted out reason, blurred the lines of cause and consequence, struck down meaning for madness. They took so much pleasure in killing, a lash of lightning here, a gust of otherworldly wind there, and he would find himself alone in a dead smoking city, charred corpses for company. They came because the thing inside him called to them, the thing the machine had shoved down his throat and now churned unendingly within his gray, storming guts. Like all his kind, he was but a slave to his power, a provisionary of cataclysm. But not all the machine's children were created equal, and Ian stood a good deal taller than most, in height, in suffering, and in power. The Forgotten King had tracked him down in the howling wastes of Antarctica, a white maelstrom followed Ian close behind, the pale shadow of a mad, cold god. The Stormcaller had agreed to return, but only for the moment, only to give himself a reprieve from the fury that lived in his bowels, twisting like a tornado of knives. Through the small stone that lay cold and coarse in his hand, the word was finally given him. With the calm of the long dead, his king spoke, Unleash the storm, Ian. And the Oversapien obliged. Standing amongst the crumbling stones of the lost city, he opened his mouth, and a maelstrom tumbled forth, raging into the midst of the army come to collect on a promise he couldn't recall. As the alien storm clawed into the air, strange lightning sliced earthward, gray and dim as lengths of cold iron. Outlined within the negative spaces between these ashen bolts stood shapes both inhuman and gigantic, lurching slow and purposeful. Sweeping out from the coiling clouds came other strange forms, vague, cloud-like things. They flew the storm like wasps escaping the nest, bearing down upon the machine's forces where they emerged to do battle. One of the storm spawn enveloped a combatant, a thing cobbled from immense quantities of dusted bone and red sinew, brandishing the forelimbs of a demonic mantis. The insectoid vanished within the thing's tresses of churning storm cloud, and after a moment of internal combustion, the hungry cloud lifted back into the air, raining black ashes upon the ground. Ingrin felt the storm before he saw it on the massive screen divided into several images, cameras aimed about the germinating battlefield. The gargantuan storm roared into the sky, swallowing the previous storm, merging with it, spreading to the horizons, draping the whited earth in sheets of grayest lightning. 
The machine's forces were sprung from their hiding places like foxes at a royal hunt, thrown out by fire and muted lightning into the freezing air. To their credit, the machine's minions were quick to adapt to the moment, launching into the blackening sky, leveling alien weaponry, loosing terrible energies into the depression where stood the lost kingdom. Ingrin only smiled as he gripped the sides of the screen, the city rocking upon its earthen foundation from several direct hits, watching the world tumble into war. But the invaders had not reckoned with all that had been wrought before their arrival. There had been many an oversapien slipped secretly into the frozen fields around the submerged city, all overripened by Strogen's elixir, morbidly curious to see what other dark miracles they might encompass what other hells they could loose without penalty of collapsing into the rapture of their terrifying gifts. Hessel Lothgray, who, like some dismal phoenix, the machine delivered from a fevered death, granting him the undying company of plague itself. The slithering sickness's oily shadow seeped into the tundra, into the air choking the world itself upon the filth of its contagion. The rambling plague sickened stone and air and flesh alike as it crept along, blackening the machine's ranks where it touched them, summoning flies from the rot it rendered. Brigetta Callstone, the Lady of Breaking, thrust her small palms down upon the permafrost. The earth buckled and sundered, sending fissures crackling across the ground opening wide to swallow entire legions of monsters. Raising her hands to the air, she broke apart the very atmosphere, the resulting vacuum ripping the air from so many heaving lungs. The sky came smashing back together, loosing a sonic boom that shook the world. The battle had been joined, and death walked barefoot across the reddening snows surrounding the last bastion of the Oversapien. It was Angren's turn to enter the fray. Moving to the center of the city, a small temple formed from gold, coiling dragons, the Forgotten King stood within the antediluvian chamber and commanded the city to rise. The massive metropolis shook off the dirt and stone encrusting it, revealing the precious stuff of its construction. Though its composition seemed hewn from much marble and precious metals, it was in fact suffused with stuff far more ancient materials harder than diamond and stronger than steel, crafted by alien processes lost to time and memory. Breaching the chasm it had been secreted within, long curling bands of golden energy lifted from beneath the lost city, streaking towards its tallest minarets and towers. Ley lines displaced by the prehistoric technologies of the bygone Mithra. The peals of living power encircled the city's peaks until they seemed like suns balanced atop gleaming spindles. And when they could glow no brighter, they cast rivers of white-hot fire upon the greatest concentration of advancing marauders. The screams of metal and monster rose into the searing air, unified into a single cry of the dead, the dying, and those even less fortunate. Yet the machine's army was not so easily dispatched. Something resembling a multi-headed humanoid titan made from glowing metals reared up from the fires dressing the battlefield, its eyes incandescent blue, 
Its armored hide appeared semi-translucent, revealing a collection of creatures similar to the one Angren had defeated not long ago. They seemed to be manifesting the monstrosity through joint mental effort, the whole of their intentions presumably greater than its parts. The psychic construct launched a seething beam of ice-blue energy at one of the blazing peaks of the lock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kingdom, decimating it in a blinding explosion of sparks and debris. Ingrin screamed in fury, feeling the blast as if it were his own hand that had been destroyed. He cast his gaze to the ceiling. The temple obeyed his unspoken command, parting at its apex. An Ingrin soared through the opening. He would meet the marauders head-on, in the flesh. Emerging into the utter chaos of the storm above, Ingrin set his sights on a huge abomination of flesh and claw as it scaled the eastern wall of the floating city. Falling upon the thing like a dark star, the king of the Oversapiens laid his fist into the monster's face, dashing it to dust. Peeling the rictus remains from its perch, he cast it down amongst the mountains of dead. His violence had not gone unnoticed, however. Rising to meet him flew several shapes lit by surrounding flames and heavy with strange glowing armor. They struck in unison with a telekinetic barrage that sent him hurtling backwards, pummeling him like living thunderheads. One took no time pressing the advantage, rushing forward and thrusting a flaming fist at his head. Ingrin focused his sovereign will, commanding the fist and the body attached to it to crush inward. The war of wills was hardly a skirmish as the attacker imploded beneath the king's command, flinging blood, bone, and psychic effulgence to the wind. Ingrin took a mental note of the moment, deducing the creatures as a much lesser incarnation of the one that had nearly held his will at bay, if only for a moment. The rest of the armored assemblage was upon him in an instant, augmented perhaps by vengeance for their fallen kinsmen. He seized the closest of the creatures in his unshakable grip, pressing it to his forehead burning his gaze into its glowing eyes. Die in pain and fire. This I command, Ingrid growled, thinking of his own fallen kinsman and friend, Giovi. A split second of his concentration went to the big man, how he plied a certain nonchalance into the darkest of situations, wagging his tongue at the devil. He wondered how he'd met his end. Chances were, with a smile. The thought put a smile upon his own face, 
the three remaining invaders swept backward from their burning, screeching companion, victim to the monarch's killing command. Having achieved what they surely took as a safe distance, they leveled enough pyro, electro, and telekinesis to sink a battleship. Ingrin deflected the onslaught of mental power, smiling past the psychic conflagration, the snarling flames, the twisting lightning. Lips curling around his bared teeth, he spat a single word. Break. The sound of bones snapping beneath the glowing armor was unmistakable. The creatures began to twist and contort, their mental energies bursting from them like the guts of overripe fruit. The glow of their armor sputtered and went dark. Ingrin soared past them, back into the whipping wind, leaving the trio to the business of dying. Gigantic shapes moved within the smoke and fury, things made of blistered skin and bladed bones and blazing eyes. The alien storm above Angren's head lashed them with thick cords of lightning, but still they came. Behind him, and in accordance with the plan, the greatest warriors of his kind slipped into the fight, bearing the blackest gifts of the machine. Not far behind them would come the Strahd, their unseen retinue of horrors in tow. Something on the order of a mountain slammed into the monarch from behind, and for the first time in recent memory, he'd been knocked down. Smashed into and through nearby hills, he recovered himself, indignation lifting him to his feet. Levitating inches from the ground, he drilled his smoldering eyes through the storm and into the hulking figure hovering above him. The creature's alien-esque helm faded like dissipating smoke, revealing a familiar face. Hello again, great king of the Oversapiens. I believe I made you a promise last time we met. Tonight, I keep it. Ingrin's smile returned. Tonight, dog of the machine, you break it. There were several ways into the Lost Kingdom, though all but a mere few were secrets. The two shadows that skulked the depths of the place knew most of them. And they knew once they were inside, they must keep extraordinarily still and secreted. A single step, a breath against the breeze, and the Forgotten King would know them as intruders. He would seek their deaths, and likely find them. But in their new incarnations, as rapacious fiends reborn to endless hunger, they were careful killers, stalkers. They waited beneath the shadows of strange machines, devices inert but filled with undiminished menace. The pair could feel the ancient powers that slept within the bowels of the kingdom, more so even than when they walked its halls without fear of repercussion. They'd brought with them a force, a retinue of toothsome eaters. Mad with hunger, the creatures belonged to the two former Oversapiens, and so they did not breathe unless commanded otherwise. Along with their masters, they remained as still as statues, waiting. The ground buckled beneath their feet, and the walls shook. The time had come. Greth and Adrian crept from the shadows, knowing the battle would more than distract the Forgotten King from their cautious movements. 
the pack of living hungers slipped upwards through the ancient stonework and darkened hallways, whiffing the air for prey. They had to be especially careful. These prey were old, experienced killers, but that was just what the Carnivian were after. Once the feral Wara fed on its first thinking victim, it would resurge that being's mind, becoming Zotha, sentient hunger. The war the two transformed over sapiens led were some of the best fed of the recently spawned, filled with the strength of Earth's fiercest beasts, as well as a smattering of beasts well beyond the world. Once combined with something as powerful as an over sapien, the resulting Zotha would be that much greater a fact with which Greth and Adrian were both well acquainted. When he and the horde of slavering monsters crept silent from a black stone stairwell, Adrian wasn't sure if they'd struck the jackpot or struck out. Even draped in the eon-old darkness of the city's cellar, the alchemancer's lean shape was telltale. The deadly Oversapien stood at the other end of the hallway, looking coolly upon the Carnivian horde. Adrian knew that Strojan was more than ready for them. He was always ready. Strojan's eyes held the calm of a corpse. So this is what's become of you two, huh? He walked further into the hallway, hands held behind his back, heedless of the snarling Wara forming around him. Certainly, I will have to dissect the lot of you to arrive at a deeper understanding. Greth stepped next to Adrian, his massiveness nearly crowding out the smaller Zotha. Oh, you'll understand soon enough, old friend. We'll have many conversations together over many meals. Adrian's metamorphic jaws widened with the emergence of several rows of additional teeth. Multiple glowing eyes opened along his protruding maw. Devour him, he almost whispered. The Legion of Wara leapt at the Alchemancer, mouths like yawning bear traps. The Wara were cut down from the air in a blink, their alien blood outlining the passage of Strojan's clawed hands. The alchemical Oversapien returned his hands behind his back, smiling pleasantly at his two former comrades. Whatever it is you've become, I'm not sure it's an improvement. An explosion rocked the room and the world went white. An ancient wall dashed to pinwheeling debris as frenzied gusts of wind from the storm outside cleared the choking dust. The bloodied battlefield outside the city walls lay splayed out before them. Against the raging fires and nearly continuous lightning, a giant shadow fell over the combatants, causing a lull in the violence. A mountain upon insectoid legs approached, and the world shook beneath it. We'd like to take a moment to thank the following patrons for supporting this episode. Nick, K. Davis, G-Man, Andrew Knott, Thesis Ascendant, David Gregory, 
Noondoo Toast, Ian Hagen, Jonathan Schenk, Kurt Kornfeld, Deborah Carpenter, and Sarah Anzalone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Today we'd like to introduce you to a great fantasy audio drama called Circe. The show is similar to Lord of the Rings, except that it focuses on an awesome gay sorceress on the planet of Elbion. Thyra is recording stories of her past to help regain her magical abilities. We learn of her life and how she came to be a member of the Circe. If you're a fan of gay stories and characters, Lord of the Rings and Xena the Warrior Princess, you'll love this show. Check out Circe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.